Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, we're going to discuss the 1970s rivalry between the Oakland Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Raiders joined the American Football League in 1960 and sputtered at first. The team notched only three winning seasons in its first seven years. That direction changed in 1967 when the Raiders went 14-1 before losing to the Packers in Super Bowl II. Oakland continued winning over the next three seasons but each time the team finished one game short of reaching the Super Bowl. Things got worse in 1971 when the team failed to reach the playoffs. But 1972 was a turnaround year. Oakland went 10-3-1 and was back in the playoffs. They play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those Steelers weren't much of a story until 1972. The longtime NFL member from 1933 was a mediocre, at best, franchise. From 1933 to 1971, Pittsburgh reached the playoffs only once in 1947. Fortunes began to change in 1969 when the Steelers hired Chuck Noll as head coach. Noll built a foundation for winning, but it took time. In his first three seasons at the helm, Noel only went 12 and 30. Steelers fans had hope, though, mainly because of the players Noel was bringing to Pittsburgh. Among them were defensive linemen Joe Green and L.C. Greenwood, along with offensive linemen John Cole, all of whom were drafted in 1969. 1970 brought cornerback Mel Blunt and quarterback Terry Bradshaw. In 1971, defensive lineman Dwight White and linebacker Jack Ham joined the team. In 1972, running back Franco Harris became a Steeler. Fans thought it would only be a matter of time before the Steelers' draft picks would pay off. And they were right. The payoff came in 1972, when Pittsburgh finished the season with 11 wins and 3 losses and made the playoffs. The Raiders awaited. The two teams had played each other during the regular season in a high-scoring offensive affair. Pittsburgh came out on top 34-28. The playoff game would be a hard-hitting defensive battle. The Steelers led. 3-0 after three quarters. In the fourth quarter, Pittsburgh added another field goal to take a 6-0 lead. 
Raiders coach John Madden knew he had to do something to shake up his stagnant offense. The solution was to bring in quarterback Ken Stabler and sit starter Daryl Amonica. Madden's strategy worked. Stabler ran 30 yards for a touchdown with just minutes remaining. With a successful point after touchdown, the Raiders led 7-6. The Steelers got the ball with just over a minute to play. On fourth down and with only 22 seconds remaining in the game, Terry Bradshaw had perhaps one last chance. He dropped back to pass and was immediately under heavy pressure by the Raiders' pass rush. Bradshaw ran to his right and threw the ball over the middle to running back John Fuqua. What happened next will forever be a matter of dispute. The ball may have bounced off Fuqua's hands, or perhaps it got batted away by safety Jack Tatum. Either way, it looked like an incomplete pass. But just as the ball was about to hit the ground, running back Franco Harris scooped it up and ran it in for a touchdown. But wait, the referees hadn't signaled a touchdown. Had the ball hit the ground before Harris scooped it up? If so, it was an incomplete pass. Had the ball bounced off Fuqua? The rule at the time was that a ball could not be touched by two players on the same team, unless a player on the opposing team also touched the ball. After a long delay, which included a phone call to the league office, the referee finally signaled a touchdown. It was called the Immaculate Reception. The Steelers won, and a rivalry was born. Tune in again next week for part two of the Raiders and Steelers 1970s rivalry. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and PigskinDispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on SportsHistoryNetwork.com, PigskinDispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.